Hi, my name is Jonas from Denier Accounting. In this podcast, I just want to talk a little about what we need from you when you want to submit your invoices for booking. So we normally prefer if a client submits invoices to us monthly. There is a few clients, if they're really, really small, then it's also fine if we get it every three months. But if you have like a normal sized company, let's say you have more than 10, 20 invoices per month, then we do prefer getting it monthly. The way that you should submit your invoices depends a little on what type of business you have. We normally split our clients into two large groups where one group is clients that do not have any cash transactions and the other group are clients that has cash transactions. If you look at, for instance, a restaurant or a shop where you have people coming in and buying things, that's what we call a cash transaction. The reason why they're a little different is that if you receive cash from your clients, then you are obliged, according to the law, to make a cash report every day where you write down how much change you had in the morning and how much change that was left in the evening, how much money that went into your cash register and how much money that left the cash register. This is what we call a cash report. If you need it, you will find here on the website a template that you can use to make the cash report. And it's also very important to note that it is in the law stated that you need to do this every day. Although it says that depending on the business, you can choose another interval. But the majority of companies will be daily, especially if you have a shop. The consequence by not making a cash report could be that if you get a tax inspection, let's say that you end up with some issues with the tax office, maybe they think that you left out some sales from your, from your sales reports, then if you do not have the cash report, they can, if they want, dismiss all your accounting and more or less estimate the sales that they believe that you must have had as they see fit. So the consequence can be pretty high if you don't do a cash report. But like I said, it only relates to the clients that receive cash from their clients. For instance, a cafe or a shop or another type of business where the client's paying cash. The other type of clients we have that doesn't receive any cash payments are a little easier. What we require from them is, first of all, we need to agree on what system that we are doing the accounting in. We recommend the three most popular systems. Our own favorite is economic. There is also a program called Dinero, and the last one is called Billy's Billing. All three programs are really good. The reason why we recommend economic is because it's basically just quicker to use. Dinero has a nice user interface, and many smaller companies like using Dinero. And in, in many ways, it's also a good program, but it is still a little slower than economic. So if you have a lot of invoices, then it doesn't make much sense to use Dinero because, I mean, you don't really save anything using the program compared to economic. We're like talking, you know, a few kroner per month. But you will have to pay us for booking and we will spend more time booking in Dineo. Averagely, it's something like, I mean, I have examples where it takes double the time to book in Dineo compared with economic. So if you have five or ten invoices, it doesn't really matter. But if you have 100, 200 invoices per month, then we will use significantly more time booking in Dineo. So that wouldn't make any sense. Billy's Billing is also a nice program. Uh, we have not many clients, but we have some clients that use Billy's Billing. 
they have uh, how do we say a very very simple user interface it's not a program made for accountants but it's a program made for smaller companies that just need a, a system so in many ways you know you can justify the system because it has an easy user interface but they are lacking in functionality so if you look at Dineo and Economic, then Billy's Billing still have a long way to go. But if you didn't choose a program, I suggest that you take a look at the three. We have some links here on our website also for their website, so feel free to check it out. But like I said, our favorite is Economic. It might look a little more complicated, but it is an, how to say, a professional accounting system that has all the functionality that we need as accountants to do our work. So unless you expect to sit and book invoices, then, then at least have in mind that we prefer the economic solution. Once we've agreed on what system to use, then the next step is to get you submitting your invoices like in a fixed period of time. It could be every month or if you're a small company, it could be every three months. Most of the systems work in the same way that you have an email address where you email your invoices or you have an app where you can scan and submit your invoices through the app on your smartphone or on your iPhone. We normally use the email system in Economic and the way it works is that you take your invoices and you scan them. A lot of the times you will have your invoice scanned already if it comes, let's say, on an email from a supplier where it's attached as a PDF. Then all you need to do is to make it a habit to just forward the invoice directly to this email address you get from us. Basically, Economic supplies you with an email address that's individual for your company. So everything you send to that email address goes directly into your accounting system. So like I said, make it a habit that every time you receive an invoice, just press forward in your inbox and send it directly to the accounting system because then you don't need to remember it later. It's important to note that when you submit your invoices, then Economic only accepts PDF and JPEG. So that's the formats of the scans that you make. So don't send any Word documents, don't send any Excel files because they will fail. And we normally don't see that. So if you send, let's say you submit 500 invoices and five of them is Word and Excel, then they will be missing when we do the booking. And it's actually quite difficult for us to see it. We need to have some reference somewhere like on the bank or something to find out that something is missing. So always make it a habit to check that you are sending a PDF or a JPEG. It's also important to note that we prefer if you scan invoices. I mean, a lot of the invoices, like I said, you will get on an email, but there will also be invoices that you have in hard copy, like in the paper format, and you need to scan it. It could also be small receipts like... Uh, gas bills, etc. All these small ones you get when you go into a shop. Make it a habit when you scan to put one receipt on each scan. So if you have 20 gas invoices, don't squeeze them together like in one PDF because it's really hard for us to book. It's much easier if there is one receipt on one PDF. It could also be one picture of one receipt. I mean that both is fine for us. But we prefer not getting these uh, collages you know with with a lot of uh, receipts together because it's simply more difficult for us to book it takes more time in addition to all the receipts and the invoices here i'm thinking about costs after you've submitted these then there is also the whole sales invoice part 
And in terms of the sales, if you use Economic or Dineo or Billy Spilling, then normally you do the sales inside these systems. So in that case, we will already have access to the sales, so you don't need to submit it one more time. We can just check it directly inside the system. If you don't make your sales inside one of these systems, then we need it, of course. And if you do your sales in Word or Excel and just like email to your clients, then naturally you will need to save all the sales as PDF and then submit to the system so we can book in. The last thing we need is the bank transaction. So we always need to know what bank transactions you had in your company on the company account. And we prefer getting that as a comma separated file. The way we get that is that you log into your internet banking system and then you make a statement on the screen. Let's say we're booking the first quarter of 2016. Then you log into your internet bank, you print on the screen the first quarter. And then if you take a look at the screen, then you have like in 99% of the times you have somewhere on the screen where it says either like print as a CSV, that means comma separated file. So CSV. It could also say something like save as Excel. Other times it says archive. So there's like different words for it, but 99% you have the function. So you can try and check it after, you've, after you're done with this podcast. When you've saved the, the bank transactions, then you just need to email it to us. There will be a link here on our website also, but we normally use an email address called bilay at daniareinskab.dk. So that's our Danish email address. So there will be a link on it. Otherwise, you will get it from us when we send you an email and remind you about submitting the, the bank statement to us. So the bank file does not go into the accounting system like the invoices. You don't send it to Economic, for instance, but you send that directly to us as a CSV file. So we don't get it as a PDF and we don't get it as a picture, but we get it as a CSV, a comma-separated file. You don't need to write anything on your invoices when you submit this way. I mean, you don't need to put any invoice number on. You don't need to write anything on the invoices. Um, so it's quite simple, I guess. So, so that's the way it works if you do not receive cash payments. If you receive cash payments, well, in access to the cash report that I talked about before, then we also need to agree on how you will submit your invoices because a lot of the clients that we have that receive cash from their clients are typically smaller clients and they are not always interested in scanning. So a lot of them is using the good old system where they have a binder and then they put in all the hard copies, all the paper receipts and the paper invoices and then they give to us every month a binder with everything. That's also fine. I mean, it's the old school way and, and we can handle that also. But in that case, there's a little more work needed on your side as a client. First of all, you need, of course, to put all your invoices and receipts in the binder in a nice, neat way so that they follow every day of the month. You also need to write an entry number, like a number on each invoice. You start naturally with one and then it'll be two, three, four, five, etc. And these numbers also need to be included in the cash report so that we can follow the invoices and the receipts in your cash report. That's a little more complicated. There will be a few more guides on the website that you can study also. Or you can just ask us, ask us if you're not sure how to do this. Especially the cash report is important. Like I said, you will get into trouble if you get a tax inspection. And worst case, 
all your accounting will be dismissed and you will probably get to pay a large amount in tax if the tax office suspects that you have any mistakes or anything missing in your sales. So that would not be a good idea. Other than that, if you gather your invoices in the paper format, in the hard copy format, then bring us the binder every month if you can. You can drive by our office in uh, the city square, Rolfusplassen number 16. So that's on the city square number 16. And just take the elevator up to the mezzanine. That's the one called M, M as Michael. So you just go to Rolfusplassen number 16. That's right on the corner of the city square. You have like a 7-Eleven on the corner. And then you just walk 10, 15 meters to the right of the 7-Eleven. And then you'll see a big glass door. And then you just press on the, there's like, like a copper door telephone. You can see some names on it. And there's one that says reception. So you press that. And after the door beeps, then you just walk in and you'll see three elevators. And you just take one of them up to M, to the mezzanine. And then you go into the reception and you just put the binder in the reception. And then that's it. We don't need to get a, have a meeting or anything. You can just give it like that. If you don't want to spend time driving into the city square, then you can send it to us with the UPS or you can send a friend or you can send it by normal post. It's all up to you. It is a good idea, though, to have some kind of tracking on it. I mean, it does happen that a binder disappears if you send it as normal mail. It doesn't disappear in our end, but it disappears somewhere in the post handling. So we do recommend that you have some kind of tracking on it in case that we don't get it. It's always sad to lose one or two or three months of uh, invoices. It makes your life a little more difficult. So that was what I wanted to say about uh, how to submit invoices to us. You're very welcome to write me any questions if you have any on Jonas at daniaaccounting.com, then I'll be happy to reply. Other than that, we'll try and put on some more guides on the website so you can uh, get a little help. Normally, it's the cash report that is the most difficult one because the other one without the cash report is quite easy. It's basically just forwarding the invoices. So we'll try and help the clients that has that need. So thank you for listening and uh, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. Bye.